This is the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard, walking you through all the steps you need to train the perfect puppy for your lifestyle. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Puppy Podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk to you about where your puppy should sleep at night. Now, deciding where your puppy should sleep at night should ideally be decided before you bring your puppy home. This allows you time to prepare and puppy-proof the area that your puppy will be sleeping in, but unfortunately, not everyone is as prepared. If you're like, if you're anything like me and wasn't as prepared as you thought you were, here are four potential places you may be thinking of letting your puppy sleep and the pros and cons for each. So the first place is you may be thinking of crate training your puppy. Now, the pros of crate training are it's far easier to toilet train your puppy. You're able to do something called prison phage, which I'll get into all this and explain it in another episode. It's far less likely your puppy will be able to cause any destruction at night, which is definitely a plus for me. And you don't create any bad habits or allow your puppy to self-reward. For example, chewing the skirting board, chewing your favorite shoes, and any other destructive or negative behaviors. It's also much safer for your puppy to be in a crate, and they won't be getting into the toolbox, electric cords, or anything else that might cause your puppy harm. Now, with every pro, there is a con, and you will need to wake up to let your puppy out to be. Like I said, it is easier to toilet train and you shouldn't be letting your puppy pee inside and you should be doing this anyway. So although it is a con, it's sort of the con of having a puppy in general, but you will have to wake up to let your puppy out of the crate. You may have a few crying and sleepless nights on the first few nights. It Again, they're very, it's not that natural for your puppy to be in a crate. You know, they've just come from a litter of anywhere between two and ten puppies depending on the breed so now you're you know sticking your puppy in a crate and wanting to cry let them cry it out it there's a pro and con of each and a whole other episode could be about how to crate train your puppy and deal with sleepless nights if your puppy now this is very unlikely at eight weeks unless it is genetics which is a whole other problem in itself they can hurt themselves if the anxiety is severe enough but if that is the case you should 100% get a professional trainer in regardless if you know what to do or not you need to get a diagnosis straight away if your puppy is genetically that severe destruction doesn't completely go away if they're crated so you may have to think about removing the bed if they've decided to chew up their crate bed Unfortunately, with crate training, it's sometimes hard for your puppy to naturally have an off switch, but some dogs genetically cannot do that without training. Actually, probably the majority of dogs. So although that is a con, you'll probably be having to teach that anyway. And even if your puppy isn't crated, they probably won't know an off switch. So the next place very common place that you're thinking of is letting your puppy free roam well the pros for that is they may learn to settle anywhere although that's not guaranteed 
if prepared, you won't have to wake up to let them out to toilet. Maybe you've got a doggy door or some pads, but it's not recommended. This isn't, again, this isn't guaranteed. You can't supervise your puppy on where they're peeing. And most likely they're not, they'll decide. They won't go to where you've, you know, put their lovely pee pads on. They probably will just tear it up and pee in your closet if they have access to it. Most likely, if you are letting them through room, they've got a dog bed. So you can move their bed around the home and you won't have a bulky crate to lug. Plus, it usually is a lot prettier, but usually the cons will outweigh the pros on this case, I'm afraid. Another pro is you may not have any whining. Again, this isn't guaranteed, but it could be the case for your puppy. Now the cons. Again, with every pro, there is a con. Although they may learn to settle anywhere, again, like I said, this isn't guaranteed. Some genetically can't settle, or it teaches them that they don't have to settle. See, that's the beauty of a small space like the crate, is they don't have any distractions. Puppies are very easily distracted, and they will guarantee get distracted if you leave a shoe under the sofa or the wires hanging off the TV which would lead on to lack of sleep. Your puppy is awake all night and this is so unhealthy for their growth. Literally, genetically, regardless of the breed you've got, they need sleep. They need anywhere between 16 and 20 hours of sleep. That's most of the day. And if they're up all night, which could be anywhere between six to eight hours because they're in the toy box, they're on the table, they're chewing wires, they could hurt themselves, they don't won't have any sleep, and they won't learn to settle. Plus, it was going back to self-rewarding and bad habits. You're just allowing your puppy to have full reign to decide and have a little disco party while you're asleep. Another con is it does take time and money to puppy-proof when your puppy is unsupervised. Now, unless you're just gonna let wise hang everywhere you most likely gonna have to puppy proof it unless you don't care if your puppy destroys all your wires so that does take money it takes time it takes time before you get the puppy and if you're not prepared a crate is so much easier or some of the other points that i'm gonna be talking about later in the episode they learn to toilet anywhere yep (laughs) your puppy probably won't go on the pee pad naturally so they'll just be peeing in the living room, peeing in the bed, peeing in your brand new designer shoes, wherever they decide, it's creating bad habits. They're not toilet trained overnight. They're not toilet trained naturally. You have an eight week old puppy with a very short bladder. So it's up to you to set them up where they need to go, which is outside. At least, hopefully it is. This does you no favours on building engagement because you're just teaching your puppy when you're asleep, when you're not around, they can do what they want. They have the time of their life and they will. They don't know what they can and cannot do the moment they come home. So unfortunately, they probably won't end up on your good side, even on the first night. So another place you may be thinking of letting your puppy sleep at night is locked in a room. So the pros for just locking your puppy in a room are there's a lot less puppy proofing to do which I don't know about you but that is definitely a big pro for me 
There's more space for your puppy as they get older, which means it will save you money and time for not having to upgrade the crate and sell the old one. And a room is like a very large crate, although it does depend on the size of the room. If it's just a very small laundry room, then it definitely is just a large crate. But if you're locking your puppy in a living room, then it isn't such a large crate. It's more like a very large room. The cons for this are if there are distractions, your puppy will chew them. If you haven't puppy proofed it, like with anything, they will want to chew it. And that's just part of puppy life. There will be crying and there may be a lot of crying. Again, it's just part of puppy life. It will usually last for the first few nights unless your puppy is just genetically wanting to cry. If there is a lot of room, for example, like a living room, they may be awake a lot, which as I said before, it can be very detrimental to their health. Puppies need 16 to 20 hours a day to sleep. It's only 24 hours in a day. That is the majority of the day. And it could also encourage toileting in the home. If you're not awake to keep letting your puppy out, they will go and they may go in their bed in the room and ruin your flooring, their bed, and it will cause very bad habits that's very hard to stop in the future. Now, the last place you may be thinking of is letting your puppy sleep with you. I know I definitely have thought about this and I know most of my friends have thought about it too. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's so nice for having a puppy to cuddle, especially because it lets you have that alone time with your puppy. Now, the pros for this are cheaper, especially if you don't go out of your way to buy a bed. That is their bed. But I'll go through the cons where this definitely doesn't always mean it's cheaper. You can wake up quicker if your puppy wants to pee and go to the loo. If you're a light sleeper like I was, then you can notice your puppy stirring. But if you're a deep sleeper, this may not apply to you. And it definitely is for our benefit, mainly. Puppies don't really care too much where they sleep once they get into the routine. But having a cuddle with your puppy, it isn't a bad thing. And it is for our benefit. It does make us very happy to have our puppies in the bed. The cons for these are sleepless nights. I don't know about you, but now that my puppy is now a very big puppy, she takes up a lot of room and she likes to lay out onto my very small bed and take up 80% of the bed. They're almost like a very inconsiderate partner. <laughs> Now, the next con, which is why I said cheaper doesn't always mean cheaper, is peeing on the bed. I know I've had a puppy, not my own thankfully, pee on my bed. And that does mean buying a whole new mattress if you don't have any mattress protectors. And I would much rather a £20 dog bed than a £2,000 mattress (laughs) to replace. It can cause separation anxiety because they don't get any time alone. That is the beauty of locking your puppy in a room to be on its own and crate training. Now, it sounds a lot worse than it actually is, but your puppy will have to be on its own and this allows your puppy to get used to being on his or her own with you not always around. It can cause really severe injuries if they jump off the bed. I I've had 
not a puppy, but a dog jump off its bed and really harm himself. And because, like I said in last week's episode about walking the puppy and their undeveloped joints, this can cause very severe and expensive injuries when it could have very easily have been prevented. Now, I know my puppies certainly got into this habit and they don't know how to sleep off the bed, which isn't very helpful when you're going into hotel rooms where they're not meant to be on the hotel bed. They'll pace, they'll whine, they'll wake you up with their head straight (laughs) right in front of yours and they'll be asking you, can I come on this bed? And unfortunately, the answer is no. So teach your puppy to sleep off the bed will give them best of both worlds. They can come on the bed when they're allowed and they can get off the bed when they're not allowed. Now, this isn't very cut and dry, but I do want to mention it because many people, it does happen and that is your puppy getting possessive of you and the bed. It's very rare, so don't worry, but if you've got a partner, then they can actually start growling at your partner if the engagement and the natural possession is there. But with the right training, this is very easily prevented. I just wanted to mention it and it's honestly, it's nothing to worry about. Which leads me on to my next point. It's not very comfortable for spouses. And if you've got a partner in the bed, if there's three of you there, it's not always comfortable. Doubles aren't that big, so... Having three of you there, it's not designed. They, they say double for a reason. And although dogs aren't that big, <laughs> it definitely is not comfortable. I know I certainly, even when I'm on my own with my dog, she prefers to take up 80% of the bed, even though she can't actually fit on 80% of the bed. So it definitely isn't comfortable for your partner. And not only that, it can cause arguments if one of you wants them on the bed and the other one doesn't. Ha, relationship advice now. (laughs) And and the last con is there's no safe space. Now, I hate the term, but if guests come over, your puppy needs a place that they feel safe in to get away from all the nutters of the family. I know we've all got them. And it's important for your puppy to go to their bed, to their crate, and be able to cut off from the rest of the world or the home and just sleep. It's really important for your puppy to sleep, like I've been mentioning throughout this episode. So having their dedicated place that they can go to is vital. So what is my opinion? Well, for me, crating is probably the best and safest thing that you could do for your puppy. Not only does it make sense, but it benefits them in so many ways. It creates independence. And most places that your puppy may stay in, such as the vet, they will use a crate. Once your puppy is out of surgery, maybe they have to stay overnight, they'll use a crate because they can't have puppies running around their clinic, unfortunately. Which means that your puppy won't be stressed and they'll be able to settle in a crate no matter where they are, at least if you prove it enough. It's also the safest option when traveling, whether that be by car, maybe you want to ride on a ferry, train, or maybe you want to go on a plane with your puppy they will need to be in a crate and this means that they're safe they're relaxed and they will be a stress-free experience which I know is vital it's all about 
setting our puppies up for success. So even if you're not going to be using a crate on in everyday life, it means your puppy will be happy and content. Funny enough, I didn't actually crate train Tiggy as a puppy and I definitely regret it. It definitely cost us a few shoes during the night and a couple of accidents. But thankfully, she's perfectly fine now and happy and content with where she's able to sleep. It was just a blip and thankfully we were able to overcome it. So even if your puppy isn't crate trained yet, your puppy can be crate trained and that's perfectly okay. And it can change whether they go from being crate trained to having free roam as they get older, whatever it may be, you can change it. This isn't set in stone. Your puppies do adapt. They learn by association and if you teach them enough associations, they will 100% adapt. It's about working with your puppy letting your puppy work for you. The reason why I wanted to do the pros and cons is it's up to you. <laughs> I may say that, you know, crate trains best. Another may say it's the worst thing in the world. There's so many misconceptions about all four of these. My puppy was, you know, free roam for a while and other trainers will say, no, that's the worst thing. It's up to you. You know your puppy best decide what works for your puppy you may not even have enough space for a crate so just do what works for you but make sure your puppy is safe and you're able to build the foundations prevent separation anxiety build engagement and have a happy content puppy you've been listening to the perfect puppy podcast with miriam pollard for more tips and advice follow think dog academy on instagram And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode.